Rock, rock, rock me, mama. All right. Hey. Hi, guys. Welcome back, mamas. I'm Macy. And I'm Amy. This is Rock, rock Me, me mama. mama. So today we're talking about like boundaries and family and just people in your life around your kids and how you want to raise your kids mm-hmm. as opposed to how people how think other people and and people are not afraid to Mm-mm. let you know and it can get what they think. real dicey with family members because oh. they've been parents before and i think that parents want parents want their children to obviously excel and do the best yeah they can in everything and i do feel like that's a little bit of what it is like trickling down but also I feel, and we've talked about this before, but I do feel like when you're an older parent and you have grown kids, you f- do forget a lot. And oh, so yes. you feel like you know everything and that you've done it all. And mm-hmm. yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that away from you. But you forget a lot about what it actually feels like. Totally. My mom you, still to have claims little kids. that she loved being pregnant both times. Yeah, and I'm no, like, no, my, no, 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 my you mom forgot. Today, <laughs> my mom told me... Um, Cause I was like, gosh, you know, I, I see women with like four or five kids and I, I don't understand how they do it. Yeah. And she did it. Yeah. And, um, and she was like, I, I just loved having all of you. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you had a nervous breakdown literally every yeah. day. Yeah. Like every day of my childhood, pretty much. I remember you having a nervous yeah. breakdown. <laughs> like you so were- like, please don't tell me you weren't okay. You were not like okay. Like we talked about a few episodes ago. Moms are not no, okay. No, moms are not okay. And like, I remember when I first had Farah, she was colicky yeah. and cried all the time. And um, Tracy would tell me, my mother-in-law would tell me like, oh, like Nick was so happy and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he just nursed all the time and he was just so happy. And then one of her friends told me, Nick cried all the time. Like Tracy was freaking out. Yeah, like yeah. she's like, I remember one time she was walking up and down the beach trying to get him to stop crying, and she was crying and blah blah blah. I was like, you'd never know that from yeah. what how she, what she talks to me about, right? Because I genuinely think they don't remember. I mean, I have forgotten things. I already. forget everything. Yeah. So, but like, I think that our brains are wired to forget some of the hard. No one with. would have more kids if they didn't Mm-mm. forget. Mm-mm. Because it's so hard. No. But my mom today, yeah, was telling me, she's like, I just loved having all of you young young kids. And I was laughing in my head. No, you I'm actually like, did not. Of course you loved us. Right. But we drove you fucking crazy. Yeah. And it was like, hard. It was hard. Yeah. I remember how hard, you, you know, I have vivid memories of being a child. And I remember, well, first of all, my as I always say, my parents ha- absolutely hated each other. So my dad would come home from work and, you know, he wanted the big piece of chicken mm-hmm. and he wanted to watch his sports and he wanted to basically be left the fuck alone. Yeah. And we were all like, daddy, daddy, and wanting to play. And my mom had us all day. Yeah. And, and so he, she wanted a break. He wouldn't really help. Yeah. He was just kind of like pissed from work and yeah. tired. And he was providing for all of us. But like neither one of them were happy. Yeah. And I know that they would, you know, I remember like camping trips and different things that we would do as a family that was kind of fun. But for the most part, I really do vividly remember that my parents were pretty unhappy when we were kids. Yeah. And not just a reflection of, oh, their marriage, but I think it was really hard to have four kids. Um, I can confirm without knowing that it's hard to have four kids and because it's hard to have two. It's hard <laughs> cannot, to have one. I cannot imagine four. I mean, Chris Rock has that really funny skit, like 
that yes. nothing's worse than one, yeah. you know, because we you're were, in the trenches. Yes. <laughs> and I agree with that. Yeah. I think one is the pits. We literally yesterday we were at this park, which I don't think you've been to. We need to go soon. Um, side story. Um, but we were at this park and there's this big sand pit and I was holding Wyatt. And so he was strapped to me. I wasn't like in the sand with E, but he's playing in the sand and Chase is like crouched down in the sand, like <laughs> doing it with him. He goes, this is what the Chris rocks get yeah. us about. He's like, like you're in the sand. I'm in this yeah. with Eli. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and I said, I said to my mom, I was talking to my mom and I said to her, I was like, I want another kid. Not because I feel like being pregnant or because I feel like necessarily having another kid right now, but because I don't want to fucking play for the next mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Like go and play with someone that's not me. Yeah. I am tired of playing. Yeah. <laughs> She's only two and a half and I'm ready to call it a day with playing. Yeah. I, it is, there is a reason people get paid to play with kids all day. Yeah. It is not fun. It's a lot. It's cute, but it's not cute if you do it all day, every day. No. Mm -mm. And like, that's why siblings are fun. For sure. Because of course, like Wyatt is too young, but in a year from now, the two of them are going to be able to play. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with Hart and and little Rudy. Like it's, they'll be able to in a year from now, Mm -hmm. not that you won't have to watch them. You'll have to watch them. Yeah. You won't have to be in the sand. Doing it with them. I don't want to be in the sand. Yeah, no. I don't want to be in the kiddie pool. Uh-uh. I want to be sitting with a margarita watching them play. And yeah. I remember like my mom being like, I had you all. Go fucking play. Leave me alone. Yeah. And and it's true. Yeah. But to go back to what we're actually talking about in this episode, I think the family boundary and crossing starts immediately when you come home from the hospital. Yeah, it does. Because everyone wants to hold the baby. Mm -hmm. And I remember being totally uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Well, and we also, our kids were born in in the heat of COVID. So we didn't want anybody like looking at our children because we were terrified of what would happen. And we didn't know and all of that. But yeah, that's, that definitely starts. Well, I see so much stuff about this on Instagram and it's true. Like, the way to help a mom that's just had a kid is to not is not to take her baby from her. No. The way to help a mom is to do everything else. Right. Like bring her food, you, wash the bottles. I get that you want to hold the baby, but mm-hmm. that's not really up to you. Yeah. A baby and a mother right after a baby is born and really for the first 6 months. Mm-hmm. That baby really just wants to be with its mother. Oh yeah, there's and, a big difference when even like with Wyatt right now Yeah. Like, Chase today was holding him and he was like, I can't, he is so upset. And I literally took him and he was just like, yeah, the baby wants the mommy. Mm-hmm. And that's because he or she grew inside of him. Yeah. You. He doesn't know any difference still. And he's she. still, and they're still, they're an extension of you for mm-hmm. a very long time. Yeah. And so when people immediately, when you get home from the hospital and everyone's taking your baby, think, and they're like, oh, let me, you go rest, you go rest. It's like, I can't rest. Yeah. I want my baby. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fucking tired. So make me a sandwich. Right. Clean my kitchen. Yeah. Like go and do my laundry, Mm -hmm. run errands. Those are the things that help. My card, one of my cards shut off because I just forgot to pay it Mm -hmm. because I had a C-section and then I got home and I didn't think about anything. And I was like, fuck, my brain is gone. Yeah. I tried to use my card somewhere and they were like, it got declined and I called the credit card company and I was like, I have a good amount of money on this. And they were like, you haven't paid your bill. Oh God. Because I just, I was in the hospital. Yeah. 
And like things like life things help me with those things. Yeah. Don't take my baby out of my arms while it's crying. Yeah. And call it like love. Yeah. I know that that That's is not a, helpful. That is a hard one. I didn't really deal with that that much. My my parents were good about and my in-laws were good about that. Like they would ask um with my second though I've been like more yeah. inclined to everybody's with their yeah yeah it's definitely with the second but different. um but you know it's a lot a lot of things that I feel like I read about or see about now with parenting it's um breaking the cycle is like the big mm. phrase or whatever and you know our children are going to sit around and talk about how they're breaking whatever cycle we've created we, yeah, yeah like we aren't the generation that like fixes it and like we may fix the previous cycle but we are also creating a cycle that our children are going to have to break but I think that's a big thing and like for me it was I grew up in a household where my parents didn't communicate like if something happened it was brushed under the rug um so there wasn't a lot of communication emotions weren't were not discussed yeah um and I've said this before it was uh there was a lot of yelling oh me too yeah. Constant yelling. Yeah. Um, and nothing was explained. Nobody yeah, nobody yeah. came down after yelling and was like, mommy and daddy just had yes. to, had a discussion and it, it got a little heated. Mm-hmm. There was no one talked to or us about it. Or if it was yelling it. at us, it was because I said so. That's what, us too. There was never... You can't do this because I said so. Yeah. It wasn't like because it's not safe for you or because right. mommy's doing this. Or, or like, sorry... Mommy's overwhelmed. Yeah, you're I'm not overstimulated. allowed to do this That's right now. That's why because, I yelled yeah. at you. Like, I've already been doing that with E because there Me are moments too. where I'm like, I don't know what you want. And he, yeah. and like, and then I do it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, mommy, yeah. mommy's overwhelmed. I shouldn't yeah. have yelled at you. I'm sorry I raised my voice. <clears throat> but I'm super, super sensitive to that because of what I grew up mm-hmm. with. But that's, that's one thing. And I've, I've been, I mean, both of my, I adore my parents. They do. They're wonderful, wonderful grandparents, but they parented a certain way. And there are a lot of things that are very different than Mm -hmm. how Chase and I do it. And it's been interesting having to decide whether it's like, okay, I'll let that slide. Or if it's like, okay, this is my kid. Mm -hmm. I don't like how you're doing this. This isn't how. Yeah. We do. Or also, oh, my mom does a lot. Oh, she's fine. I'm like, no, I told her no. Yeah. Yeah. I That's told a her big no. Grandparent thing. Yeah. Right. Or oh, it's okay. That like, happened no, yesterday. No, I said no, when and I'm trying to teach her rules. A lesson you gave. Was that yesterday? That I was at your house with your mom. It seems like two days ago. That was yesterday. That's yesterday. Um, Farrah kept walking up to me because you like give her a little spank, right? Oh yeah, I've spanked her like three times in the last two weeks. Okay, well, but and she, by spank I mean I've lightly hit her. Yeah. Well, one of them I hit. I pretty. I hit her pretty hard, but. On her butt. Yeah. With her pants on. Through a diaper. Through a diaper. But she kept walking up to me. Oh, she deserved each and every spanking. Oh, yeah. She kept walking up to me going, Macy, mommy hit my butt. Mommy hit my butt. Mommy hit my butt. Yeah. And she would literally look me in the eye. She'd go, Macy, mommy hit my butt. Yeah. And and she's going to tell, of course, she's going to tell everyone at school. Well, and instead of me being like, I'm sorry, I was like, I literally looked at her and said, do you know why she hit your butt? Because like, yeah, 
I know you hit it for a reason. Uh, did you see how she, it, she ripped my face off yeah, with her nails? Yeah. That's why I hit her butt. Yeah. Well, you got She's, spanked very promptly after that too, because he, yeah, he kicked her in the face. Ninja kick. Ninja yeah. kicked your child in the face. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm mom, sorry. Gentle parenting, parenting is, is great and fine. If you have a certain kind of kid, my yeah. kid is not a gentle kind of no. parent kid, especially our kids together. No, but your mom, when Farrah said that, like the third time was like, Oh, it'll be okay. Or something like that. And yeah. I was like, no, she, she got her butt you hit needed, for a reason. Yeah, like you needed but it's to get your butt things hit. like that that grandparents. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm gonna do that when Ian. Why? Oh, even kids. I mean, my uh, Nick's family wouldn't even listen to us when we were trying to not give do- Tito the dog. Yeah, people food. Yeah, they kept giving him people food. We're like, and and he had diarrhea all over their house yeah. as a puppy because we're like, don't feed him people food, and they're just sneaking it to him. Right. The, n- parents and and grandparents and parents in law. They don't give a fuck about our rules because they, they think they've don't. done it all. They know it all. It's hard though. They're my. They don't give a shit. No, you y'all know this, but I don't. The listeners probably don't. My dad comes over once a week um, to hang out with the boys, and so we spend a lot. Of, I mean, we see him weekly, yeah. so he's he very much sees how we parent. Yeah, and I have seen there have been times before where I know he's biting his lip and most of the time yeah he does because he grew up in the, i i don't care who your parents were i do think the generation before ours was more inclined to punish and reprimand yeah. and oh i got it was more of a i got hit with a belt right yeah so did my brother yeah but it's it's more of a um hierarchy like we are the parents yeah you listen to us yeah. which that yes but i think that that generation primarily thought that way and our generation i think focuses more on like this is a this is a team like yeah like, i need to listen to my child we, yeah so that they like it's more of a mutual thing and i think it's more like kid-led parenting yeah right you know what i, I mean? don't know what the fuck not, i know what do you, you know mean. what i mean i don't know what it's called <laughs> i'm not sitting here saying eli is running the house but um well oh farah's running the house kind of does but yeah. She didn't. You, y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but there was none of that with our parents' generation. It was, no. I'm the parent. And that's why there was so much, because I said so. Whereas now, like, I don't I don't want to ever get that reason. And I'm sure there will come a day where he is asked why 500 times. And I will finally just be like, because I said so. Because yeah. it's going to be driving me crazy. But there have been times where um, I know I can tell my dad is... Like wants you thinking, to discipline him more? Yes. Or, oh, okay. And so the one time that we've kind of had a discussion about it, um, you know, twos are emotional. Yeah. Little, little They're things. abusive psychopaths. They are so emotional. Yeah. And another thing that I think that our generation does is instead of saying stop crying or why are you crying or, yeah. you know, big boys don't cry, like yeah. whatever that, that looks yeah, like. Yeah, we don't do that. No, it's... We try to get we eye have, to eye yeah. with them and we say, I know that you're feeling. Fr-. I mean, I've heard y'all do that with my son. I've heard yeah. both you and Morg bend down and say, it's okay that you're frustrated. Yeah. And like we address the emotion yeah. and talk about it. Cause I think that I've held Farah through 10, 20 long, minute long yeah. tantrums. Right. Where she's crying <clears throat> and, and you just hold her. Right. You just hold them through it. Cause they need that. Because they want to know that you love them when at the, it, in their ugliness too. Yeah. Well, they're also you know, regulating their emotions. When, when we know. were young though, I did feel like if you lost your shit, you were kind of ignored until you got it together. Yeah. So that's where I'm going with the story. So there was one time this was 
probably three months ago because Wyatt was, I mean, maybe a month old. Um, but dad and E were up in the playroom. Or no, we were all up in the playroom. Wyatt was downstairs asleep. This was before shit hit the fan and he was actually like, he was still in the like newborn sleeping yeah, phase. he hadn't woken up He yet. hadn't woken up yet. But he had just woken up and was crying and needing me and something went off in E and it really upset him. And it was one of those like, unexplainable toddler yeah. cries were like Awful. he didn't even know why he was crying at and that the, point and it doesn't stop for so long so long yeah and so i'm just so flustered because why it's crying he is like just hysterical and dad is like go oh, i've got it he's fine and he's mommy 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 and um dad's doing a good job because he I, I i'm sure it was tempting for him to say like E, you're fine. Stop crying. Yeah. It's okay. Because, I mean, even I was like, dude, yeah. like, you're like, everything is yeah. fine. But I remember after probably 10 minutes of it, um, I was so torn between the two. And this was when the peak of like, yeah, the how first I, mom of two, of like, feeling yeah. like both children need me and I don't know how to handle it. I would handle it better now. But in those early days, it was, I mean, it literally feels like your heart is just going and just breaking yeah. in half. Yeah. And so I'm so flustered trying to like make sure he's okay, but also trying to get Wyatt settled. And so I go, and he is hyperventilating. Like he won't, oh, this is what, he, he wouldn't go down the stairs. He was staying on the top step and would not come down. Yeah. And and dad wasn't like forcefully picking him up. Dad, yeah. Again, dad did do a good job with this. He could have been like, come on, we're going downstairs. Or yeah. You're go sit back on the couch, you're fine, whatever. He left him there and he kept saying, I'm happy to go downstairs with you if you want to go downstairs. Mommy's downstairs. Yeah. She has to be with Y right now. And he's like trying to explain it to him. And he is literally like <laughs> to a point where I'm like, I'm nervous he's gonna like yeah, throw up yeah, or yeah. fall down the stairs. Yeah, or, she I mean, does that. It, it was it was bad. And so I laid Wyatt back down and I walked back up there and dad was like, Macy, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, dad, he is, I'm crying at this point. Yeah. And I, and I said, he's, he's not okay. And he said, this is going to teach him that when he acts this way, he gets what he wants. Right now he wants mommy to hold him and he's been crying about it. Yeah. And if you give in now, and that was the, if you give in now, it's going to teach him that yeah. when he throws a fit like this, this is what happens. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like I, I've got to pick up my kid. And so I ended up picking him up and he calmed down and, and all that. And I remember it was really upsetting. And dad was not coming down on me. It really, no, no. he genuinely, yeah. he, he was like, this is what will happen. Yeah. And yeah, maybe he's right. I don't, you know, I don't know. But it's but, your kid. But it was my kid. And also I'm going to go to my kid no matter what. Right. Anyone says. He was, I, I don't know how I could have left him up there no, any longer. No. Um, and I was so upset. I care. I care about what my dad thinks more than anybody yeah. in the entire world. My dad is <laughs> my superhero. Bless you. Thank you. Um, so it bothered me more so because it was with him. But I was so distraught over that because it was this. It was this immediate like he thinks I, less of you. Yeah, it was like I hope that my dad is. I hope he thinks I'm a good parent. Yeah. I like it immediately went to there. Also, shout out Enneagram threes, which all of us are because I'm sure y'all would have had the same thought. Um, but it was this immediate, like, I, I want him to think I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And for, th and that afternoon I was like, 
he would have done, I could tell he would have done that different. He told me he would have done it differently. Yeah. And it bothered me so much. And I was so upset. I was talking to Chase about it. And he was like, babe, like, he's your kid. Your he's dad also is two and a 70. Half. Right. He was like, your dad is you know 70. I mean? Like, it's a different time. I get it when they're older. Oh, yeah. When they're like four and they're when doing they're that. older, yeah. Teach but them a lesson. But he's, they're babies at two and a half. My, so my, my dad ended up calling me that night. Um, and he said, hey, I'm sorry about today. He said, I got home and I was thinking it all through and you know, he's only two and I yeah. know that. And, I, and of course I like lose it. Cause I'm like, I needed to hear this from you so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he like explained where his train of thought was yeah, of course. there. And, and he said, you know, I'm used to spending time with Brooks, who's my nephew. Cause you know, they helped essentially raise him yeah. for a while. Um, and Brooks is older. Brooks is four. And so that's what my dad said. He was like, I'm used to Brooks. Brooks is four, four and a half. And yeah. you know, you he have doesn't, to this doesn't happen with right. a kid that's big and he's big. Right. And so it, but that was the first like altercations too big of a word, but it was the first time that it was kind of like a head to head of like, which parenting approach are we taking here? Yeah. And it was weird because it was coming from the person that I was parented by. Yeah. So it was, it's, it's weird to have to kind of like come head to head with, with yeah. that. So it's, it's, interesting and you have to hold your own you really have to you have it's your child it's and and i yeah honestly i wish i'd gone up there earlier but i mean why it was screaming too screaming oh my god um screaming um but it's it's hard it's hard to do that it's hard and it's too there's a lot of opinions being thrown your way Mm -hmm. and especially when you are in a first-time mom and in the beginning like you don't really know what you're doing yeah and you do welcome a lot of you, you welcome that th- these people have done it right but yeah because they are people we at ask the advice end from. of the day it's your fucking kid yeah and i i remember i suffered from pretty extreme postpartum anxiety following my the birth mm-hmm. and i mean i really thought that she was going to die yeah at all times yeah thought she was gonna die in the middle of the night i thought she was gonna suffocate i thought she was gonna have another allergic reaction i thought she was gonna die so i was pretty psychotic Mm -hmm. and not laid back at all yeah with people holding her with people being around her even family like i was really weird about i just it was hard for me to even take a nap when people would help Mm -hmm. because i was like what if something happens when you're I just didn't trust anyone, mm-hmm. even people, even like family where I was like, I know that you're, yeah. I, I just didn't trust anyone to do it the right way. Even Nick, I really was so psycho, even with Nick, I was yeah. just like kind of critiquing everything he did. Every, you're not doing this the right way or you're not holding yeah. her head, it's her next fault, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. I was just I, same. really psycho. And yeah. so like, I know that I made people feel really uncomfortable and I didn't fucking care mm-hmm. because I'm like, this is my fucking baby and yeah. she's going to be, her safety is first. But now looking back, I mean, she wasn't in danger. Right. Being with family. <laughs> but it, but I didn't know this... that I felt that she was. Yeah. I, and, and so, and, and I was very like, when she was hungry, I fed on demand mm-hmm. and I was breastfeeding on demand. And I remember, and I was trying to get a hold of her nap schedule. You know, after a few months, I was trying because we co slept even for naps and it was so stressful. Yeah. 
And uh, like I said in a, one episode, I don't know, Nick's dad was dying. So we were back and forth to New yeah. York a lot. So we were having to travel and I was having to co-sleep with her in different beds and travel mm-hmm. a lot. And it, I couldn't put her in a pack and play. You know, like yeah. I couldn't put her down. Yeah. Um, she wouldn't be put down at all. Yeah. And I remember one time, like my mother-in-law said something to me like, about like, I was like, I'm going to go feed her and put her down. And she was like, I don't think she's hungry or tired. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And I was like, I flipped. I, I yeah. snapped. Yeah. And of course I went down and she was starving and tired. Yeah. She ate and went to sleep. Weird. You knew what your um, baby wanted. But I was just like, this is my kid. Yeah. Like, I know that you've had kids. And, and you know, with people with their input about cry it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always say this. If I have another kid, I will probably let the kid cry mm-hmm. because I didn't let Farah cry and I don't think it did her any favors. Yeah. She still doesn't sleep to this day. Um, and all my friends that did cry it out have sleeping kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're traumatized, but yeah. fuck it. Yeah, I'll report back in 10 years. Fuck it, me. right? If uh, trauma or not, the kid sleeps. Yeah. Um, but I had a lot of opinions about that. A lot of people were telling me, you got to let her cry. Yeah. But she would hyperventilate and make herself sick. I mean, it's not like we didn't try. We we tried when she was older to do yeah. cry it out, which is so much harder mm-hmm. because they're so much more able-bodied like and they're actual emotions. They too. are yelling and yeah. they can they're jumping and they're making themselves sick when they're really little. I mean, I think what what's appropriate 4 months or something. Yeah. They say that you can start So they say. So they say. I don't know. Um, but Kids that cry it out sleep. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't be told. And I wasn't someone that was well, comfortable no, letting her cry. It, and when that's your I couldn't do it. your kid, then you don't want people sitting there telling you. I couldn't fucking yeah. do it. The thought of her crying, I, I couldn't let her cry. Well, it's the I same put myself as- in misery for her, you know, two years or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I could not let her cry. Now I let her cry. She, I, she still cries. Yeah, I know. I put her down for naps and for sleep. She cries for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But now I'm like, I'm numb because I'm right. like, girl, go the fuck to yeah, bed. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. I'm like pouring the wine, putting yeah. a show on, and she's like having a nervous breakdown and like crawling out of her crib. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, go to bed. Crawl back in. We're going to have to do a toddler bed, by the way. We decided we're going to... Um, really? Yeah. We're going to do... Look at Bill's face. <laughs> Bill's like, oh my God. So she can fully cl- crawl out even with her sleep sack on. And we've, there's been like- Wait, she has crawled out of the crib with the sleep sack on? I have caught her three different times where I catch her basically falling out of the, like coming out of the bed. And- I'm, E hasn't even done that. E loves his bed though. And E likes sleep. Mm-hmm. E likes his bed. She is hated. I have a theory that, I, I mean, fucking watch, watch this be the opposite of what happens. But- I think she really genuinely hates her crib. And I Maybe think that, that when she has, is. I think that when she has a big girl bed, she is going to feel like a big girl and be a lot I could happier. I see Farah thrive with that. Because she'll lay in our bed and, and, um, and read books with us. And she just is a little pig and shit. So yeah. I think if. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like imagining her wallowing and. Yeah. Yeah. But I, mean, I think that, place. yes, we're going to have to put a baby gate at the door. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to proof a couple more things in her room, but I honestly think that she's just, because I, I, I can't keep worrying about driving it. with, with the big girl bed. Cause right now Toddler I'm in, up bed, in the whatever. middle of the night. Yeah. If she wakes up, I'm scared to death because yeah. I think she's going to 
My mom said that my brother Anthony used to propel himself headfirst out of his crib at 18 months. and hit himself 18 months? And hit himself flat on the head every time. Like we, we thought my brother Anthony was going to have brain damage from all the times that he hit his head. How is he? He's doing great. <laughs> he's thriving. Yeah. He's got a great job. He's got a family, everything. But she said he would just throw himself headfirst out of the crib. Oh. I'm like, how? A few times Easton, he's like literally like, he scaled could easily it and like climb out of his yeah. Crib. He just doesn't. Yeah, I, it's a, a miraculous. But yeah, that's Sarah's so tall. Yeah, that is one thing though that that and somewhat related. I've been getting a lot of this is the suggestions on feeding issues. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes well, from the breastfeeding anybody, stuff. But, but f- on the topic of family, like family has opinion mm-hmm. with. With oh, yeah. this too. Well, my, and when I was doing, I did baby led weaning with Farah mm-hmm. and we did solids, you know, we just let her gnaw on things yeah. and it's baby led weaning is really scary yeah. because I'm terrified of, of choking and I'm terrified of her choking, but it really is great because mm-hmm. they get a lot of the choking out of the way. Yeah. Um, and they learn how to choke. Yeah. I mean, part of choking is knowing how to choke Yeah, Ugh, and I getting through it. it though. Um, but I remember like, you know, just like, that's another thing with like older parents is they don't remember like, cut the grapes, cut the yeah. tomatoes, make sure that everything is, yeah. you know, I would walk out and my mom would have like her a carrot in her hand. And I'm like, are you out of your fucking yeah. mind? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. But I mean- Sometimes I think about growing up and I'm like, how did we survive? I know. That's the question that always goes back to. Is they all how figured did none it out. of us die? We all know too much now. There's how did too none much of us die? Like with all the, because we also had a lot more freedom. Like yeah. there weren't as many psychopaths and pedophiles. Yeah. And it wasn't like every neighborhood, you just knew that there were like 10 different pedophiles in your neighborhood and whatever. Right. It was like, I mean, we rode our bikes around the neighborhood. We we rode our bikes everywhere. Unsupervised. We went, yeah. my parents would, we would leave the house. Yeah. And we would come back for dinner. Yeah. And they didn't know where the fuck we were. Right. I could have gotten, you know how many times I could have gotten picked up by a pedophile? Oh, yeah. I was basically begging for no, it. No, it's, it's pretty scary. There was one time, we have totally changed the subject, but this, Who cares? Is, this is juicy. There was one time um, I was walking back with a neighborhood friend and it started raining and- some car pulled over. It was a man. He the <gasps> car pulled over and he was like, hey, I'm happy to give you all a ride back to your house because, I mean, it was pouring down rain. Yeah. And we were probably, I don't know, how old are you in second or third grade? We were young. We Six, were like, okay. Seven. Yeah. And he drove us back to our house and said, go drive. Like, and he was a nice person. Yeah. He could have chained you, you up and that raped now? you both for, t- for 12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but that wasn't even like a thought gr- granted we were scolded when we got home, but that oh, was not, yeah. we, that was oh, not I did really so many then. sketchy fucking things more as a teenager, but, but as a kid too, I mean, there was this, there was a, not a river, but like a, a body, a small body of water near yeah. my, near my house. And we lived on a lot of land and we would walk down the street and go to this, this water and there was like little waterfalls 
and rocks. And then there was like a big open area that we would say like killer turtles lived in. Like yeah. we just made things yeah. up. Like I think there were it, like a swamp. Yeah. Basically it was a swamp. Mm-hmm. Were there alligators? And it was other people's properties. It Amy, wasn't alligators. Amy asked the other day if there were alligators in Old Hickory Lake. In, yeah. So uh, she goes, yeah. So <laughs> no, because I really don't know. Here's the thing. I always think something's trying to kill me, whether it be a human or an alligator. Right. Um, it's worth asking. But we, but I don't know what's in there. <laughs> so there's no telling what's in that lake. Seriously. Mm. But so we would go and we would like make rafts out of things, like make like, like, I don't even know what we were doing, but we, at one point we took one of those rafts from our house, a camping that you put down for like a bed. Mm-hmm. Like just not a water raft. Mm-hmm. It was for like a flat bed yeah. for camping. And we went out on that and we were like paddling on it into the middle of the thing. And we got like stuck. And this old woman came out from her house and my brothers were like laughing. My brothers and his friends were laughing at me and, and Megan. And we were just like, at this point we had peed ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we were laughing yeah. and, and crying and so scared because we thought there were legitimately like deadly turtles that were going to kill us. <laughs> we're in the middle of this like swamp and this old woman came out of her house and she was like, she was like, paddle, paddle, paddle. <laughs> she was yelling at us to come to shore. And we finally got there and she was like, I'm going to tell all of your parents if you don't get off my property. And because we would go to these other people's properties and just kind of like fucking oh, fuck around God. in their water. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well, you made it this far. Yeah. Thank made God it this you far. paddled. Yeah, we paddled. But anyways. We, pee- we peed and paddled. No, but I mean. Boundaries I would- with family. Boundaries of family. No, but we would do anything we wanted. Yeah. I didn't really. Well, I was a good at two shoes. You wouldn't sneak. You never snuck out of your house as a kid, as a teenager. Bill, did you? No. Oh, my God. I, ha- I have. So. <laughs> so I did all the time, obviously. Yeah. And then I went to boarding school and I right. was doing like drugs right. at like the youngest age. But um, my one of my good friends who I won't name dated this one girl once who told him, um, she was like, I, uh, she was like, I ran away from home. And he was like, wow, that's like pretty intense. Like you ran away from home. Like how old were you? She was like, (laughs) Bill's dying. (laughs) She was, she was 23. I was like, (laughs) she was 23. I, that doesn't count. That's called leaving home. Yeah, you you moved out. <laughs> she said, I ran away from home. She was 23. Chase and ran he away stopped from seeing, home. He stopped seeing her because he was like, you're obviously psycho. Yeah, that's, you think that's running away from home. Get the fuck out of home. Chase ran away from home when his little sister was born. <laughs> he was four years old. His mom was at home with both of them. And oh, little Chase. I'm so cute, probably. He was um, just so pissed. Yeah. Um, but Lauren, his sister, was, I mean, a newborn and needed to be breastfed. And so their mom, like, yeah. Good. And she said, Marcy, from Marcy's perspective, their mom, like, ran downstairs and Chase was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and she said she saw him sitting in their cul de sac like this he had a bag packed yeah and he was sitting in their cul-de-sac just going like this and she ran out there and um and she goes what are you doing he said i'm running away and like stood up and walked away with his bag so chase ran away at four years old. yeah he came back though. oh i used to go and pretend to hitchhike i would get go to the bottom of my driveway and be like i'm hitchhiking <laughs> oh my god 
my mom would run down and be like, no, you're I not. Never did. Yeah, I would hitchhike. But no. I never, no one ever picked me up. Thank God. Yeah, thank really God. Scary. Thank God. But I also remember one of my friends used to like threaten to call child services on her family all the time. Like even when they weren't really doing anything, she'd be like, I'm calling child services. That is so bad <laughs> and serious. Oh my God. I know. I know. Oh. I had, do you, did you ever have friends that talked shit to their parents? Like I wasn't, I never swore at my parents. Oh wait, we, we got to wrap this up. No, I don't think I did. Anyway, I have friends that used to be like, shut the fuck up, mom. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No, I didn't I have gotten any beat. friends that did that. I would have gotten I beats. never dreamt of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would have been killed. I mean, my mom and I, when I was a teenager, I would like yell at my mom, but it was never like, you bitch. I would just be like, I hate you. I don't even know if I ever said that. Yeah, I think I did. Okay, questions from or questions oh, yeah, from the listener. Really quick question. Do you have it pulled up? Or do you um, pull yeah. Up? Question from listener is... How much sleep do each of you get per night? Okay, well, we we can answer this pretty quickly. What about you? Currently, this is actually ironic that this got asked this episode last night, why it slept through the entire night. I got eight hours of sleep. Okay, I have a two one child sorry, who's I'm two so and a half, and I never get more than five hours. You do go to bed late, too. I go to bed. So yesterday I That's went to sleep. That's not me downplaying. No, no, no. I do. I sleep, read. But. I read in bed, and I'm like crazy. I I have to drug myself to go to bed. Um. So lately I've been taking like my propanolol, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is like takes the edge off, and then I've been tacking on a sleeping pill, oh an over the counter one. I might not wake up one of these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. But at least I got sleep. Um. Yeah. So I don't sleep. My kid wakes up multiple times a night still. Um, and then she never wakes up after six. It's always 6 a.m. or yeah. earlier. So I say that I don't. That was one night. Yeah, I I would say between five and seven hours on any given night is how I sleep. I would say between six to. We'll call it eight now. Yeah. Wishful thinking that he's done with waking yeah. through the night. I love sleep. I would love to sleep again. Yeah. One day well, one when day. she's a teenager, I'll sleep one day. Um. All right. We will see you guys next time. This is Rock Me Mama. Love y'all. Bye. Rock, rock, rock me mama.